0: Thank <laughs> you. What's up, everyone? What's up, what's up, what's up? What's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Hope everybody is doing fantastic. I got, uh, we got Elham in the house. Elham, good to see you here as always. Uh, nice to have you join in. Uh, so feel free to put the, put in the comments, folks. Introduce yourselves. Let me know. Uh, let us know. Let everyone else know who you are, where you're tuning in from. Represent your city, represent your, and more importantly, right, is represent your field, your industry, your space, right? This is this is LinkedIn and, and most of you tuning in are job seekers, so make sure you're letting others know what your skills are, what your expertise is when you're introducing yourself, folks. All right. So great to have you here. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, you're, you're one of my new connections. You're, you know, you recently started following me and, and you know, seeing what what I'm about on LinkedIn. Uh, hey, feel free to let me. Uh, well, first of all, welcome. Right. Welcome and shout out to everyone tuning in for the first time. Happy to have you here. Uh, so, uh, also shout out to everyone, uh, you know, on LinkedIn, on YouTube, Facebook, tuning in, and also on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to see if I can, uh, work my Instagram here in a few seconds, but, uh, let me know in the comments, folks, again, uh, get those introductions coming because if you're not visible, if you're not visible, if you've been following me on, on LinkedIn and, and my other social channels, I've been talking about this recently, right? <laughs> if you're not visible, if, if, uh, if organizations, if people if, if people in your network, if they don't know you exist, then you don't exist. All right. So so be visible. Put yourself out there and introduce yourself in the comments. Don't be shy. And what I'm speaking about today, folks, is a very important topic. Um, follow up. Right. Follow up is extremely important uh, because follow up is a, a, a very effective strategy that I've always, um, you know, um, recommended people use uh, in their job search. And it's something that I've been speaking about for, you know, at least for the past couple of years. And uh, it's, it's a very, very effective strategy that you as a job seeker need to make sure that you're utilizing and making use of in your job search, right? So uh, before we get started, hit me up with a like. Make sure you like and make sure you reshare this stream with your, your network so others can benefit from the information I'm going to go over today. And if you're watching the replay, shout out to everyone watching the replay. But uh, if you want to tune in live, I'm live right here uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, 11 a.m. Eastern time zone right here on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, to help all of you folks out there who are job seekers uh, and, and sharing effective uh, pragmatic strategies you can apply to your job search. So again, for those of you tuning in for the first time, quick introduction, my name is Dean Kulavira. Uh So I've been working, uh, my, my experience is based on my eight plus years working in the staffing industry as a recruiter, uh, specializing in IT recruitment. Uh, the tips, advice and strategies I cover is, uh, is pertinent regardless of industry and field. I try to share advice that is not particular only to the IT industry. And I've recruited for a variety of different organizations, uh, ranging from startups all the way to large size, multinational organizations. i uh, been involved in recruitment cycles with various uh, stakeholders and decision makers, ranging from, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, HR people and corporate recruiters all the way through to, uh, C-level, C-level executives, as well as uh, business owners and entrepreneurs as well. So my advice is, uh, and the reason why I mentioned this is, uh, you know, this is where my advice is based on, right? So many conversations, so many recruitment cycles, so many interview cycles that I've been involved in. And, and that's what I wanted to bring to all of you folks uh, each and every time I do one of my live streams. All right, we got we got my friend David in the house. David says, morning energy, uh, Houston, Texas. We got Houston in the house. H-Town is in the house. Good to have you here, Davis. David. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. So today's topic, folks, all right, and get ready to take notes. Uh, And, you know, usually all of my sessions, I'm going to be saying that I always say that, but uh, I I always share information that all of you folks can take note of. But more importantly, folks, uh, implement and execute on the information. All right. I'm not here to pump you up and get you excited and all that stuff. I'm sure there's plenty of people, uh, uh, sources uh, where you can get that stuff. But I want you to leave here with practical stuff, pragmatic stuff that you can actually utilize, in your job search right so uh, so get ready to take notes uh and again so what, we're, what i'm gonna you know my my task today is i want to convince all of you folks as to why follow-up is so important for your job search and follow-up is not just about you asking uh, hey do you have an update or reaching out to the recruiter the hiring manager whoever your your point of contact is and simply saying hey uh you know do you have an update or hey have you made a decision that's that's a very small part of follow-up folks it's a very small part of follow-up follow-up is much more than just that, and, and that's what I'm going to talk about a bit today. Uh, we got Koshiki in the house. Koshiki, good to have you here. Good morning to you as well. Hope you're doing fantastic. Uh, feel free to keep the comments coming, and as we go along, any questions you have, folks, feel free to put in the comments. I'm going to get to the questions as we go through today's topic. Right now, to kind of set things up for uh, for the topic, right? And I wanted to briefly touch on uh, this great takeaway I got from this conference I attended over the weekend. it was, It's called the, the 10X Growth Conference. It, it's basically a conference uh, involving, you know, for, for you know, business-related, uh, you know, marketing, sales, and all that kind of stuff. And there were some great guests. And, and I wanted to mention one of the guests in particular, which will relate to today's topic, which is follow-up, right? Because one of the main, you know, concerns I get from job seekers and people that I speak to, you know, over the past few years is, Uh, Dean you know I'm following up I'm not getting any responses people are ignoring my follow-up recruiters are not getting back to me when I follow up hiring managers are not getting back to me when I follow up I'm facing rejections I'm not getting any responses Uh, is there any point to following up and I wanted to share with you folks all right something very important from one of the guest speakers at at this virtual conference I attended over the weekend and one of them was baseball legend Alexander Rodriguez, right, also known as A Rod. Some of you might know him as A Rod. Now, I'm not a sports guy, so don't worry. I'm not, for those of you who are not into sports, not into baseball. Don't worry. I'm not getting going to get into a whole baseball analogy here. But something very inter- interesting that that Mr. A Rod said was that. And by the way, this is like a baseball legend, right? Like, and and for those of you who are baseball fans, hey, m- m- uh, feel free to share in the comments. Bit more information about uh, about a rod for those of uh, those of the people tuning in who might not know who he is but he's basically a, a baseball legend right well respected and uh at this stage of his life he's more into you know business right and uh, he has like this huge real estate empire he's built up and something very interesting that Alexander rodriguez said at this conference is in all of baseball history right now this is despite his success and how how successful he's been as a baseball player. And all of his, uh, you know, current success in business and real estate and all that stuff. Despite all of this, folks, something very interesting he mentioned is in all of baseball history, he has the fifth highest number of strikeouts in all of baseball history. Now, I don't know how long the game of baseball has existed. I would assume maybe since, I don't know, like the 17 or 1800s or something like that. But in all of baseball history, he has the fifth highest number of strikeouts in all of baseball history. And this is coming from, you know, and this guy, he's like a, a baseball legend, right? And, and he's obviously done well for himself and he's doing really well in life. And the reason why he mentioned that was uh, uh, basically trying to tell us, the viewers, right, not to shy away from rejections and disappointments and lack of responses. And and when he mentioned this, it really made me think about the job search, right? Like so many of you folks, you're, you're putting out your 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 applications, you're putting out your, your LinkedIn messages, you're putting out maybe some phone calls, maybe you're following up, You're going for interviews. You're getting rejected. You're facing all these disappointments and and for sure, totally get where you folks are coming from. Right. But here's a baseball legend, right? A a, a master in his space, someone who's extremely successful, financially successful as well. Right. He he built a huge real estate empire and he's telling you, Hey, guess what? I have the fifth highest amount of strikeouts in baseball history and I'm considered a legend, right? So uh, so before we get into talking about follow up, folks, the first thing I wanted to signify to all of you folks uh, tuning in and watching this is you got to be willing to go for rejection. you got to be willing to face those rejections. you got to be willing to get striked out. Right. Just like how Mr. A-Rod said when he was in his presentation in, uh, at the conference this uh, this weekend that I attended, the virtual conference. you got to be willing to go for failure, folks, because the more failures you get, the more lack of responses you get. Yes, is disappointing. Yes. Yeah, sometimes it's going to feel like you're getting punched in the face. But guess what? The end results, the outcomes, you could very well be 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 just, you know, success. And those positive responses could just be around the corner. Right. So I just want to quickly relate that uh, from that virtual conference I attended on the weekend. All right. All right. So getting to today's topic, why should you follow up? Why is it important for you to follow up? Now, why did I want to speak about this? Right. Now, follow up is a piece of advice. That I always give out to job seekers that I co- I come into contact with, right? I've been doing this ever since you know back when I was in recruitment, uh, and and you know recently even you know now that I made the transition into job search coaching, always something I highly highly recommend, right? And and uh, the the thing is, most of you as job seekers, you're you're expecting the the responsibility of follow up to be on the recruiter or the hiring manager. Now, I definitely want to say that hey, if you're a recruiter watching this, you're a hiring manager watching this. It is definitely and certainly the most professional thing for you to do is, is actually update your candidates. All right. If someone's taking the time to meet with you and, and, you know, come in for an interview or schedule an interview or, you know, do some kind of an assignment uh, or a test or a mini project, uh, the least you could do, folks, if you're a hiring manager, you're a recruiter is to provide that feedback. Right. So just wanted to get that get that out of the way. It's definitely the professional thing to do. Now, that being said, job seekers. Right. Now I'm talking to job seekers out there. That being said job seekers out there, I want you to take responsibility for follow-up, all right? Put aside all that, uh, uh, you know, uh, if you're feeling upset about them not getting back, all that, I want you to put all that stuff stuff aside for a moment, all right? I want you to stay with me here. I want you to take full responsibility for follow-up. Why? If And, and I'm going to talk about this a, a bit later, because if nothing else, if, if you are the one, job seekers, to take responsibility for follow-up, guess who's in control, at least of, of the dynamic at that point, right? It's going to be you. Uh, now i want you to make full res- take full responsibility for, fo- for follow up and right and and uh you know myself as a recruiter you know when, as i was working in recruitment uh, you know i always took full, full responsibility for updating my candidates but not everyone out there is going to do that folks not every recruiter out there not every hiring manager out there is gonna follow up with you and i'm gonna speak about this a bit more later but in most cases it could have nothing to do with you all right but we're gonna talk about that later but for now what i want you to start off with is hey take full responsibility for follow-up as a job seeker. I want you to assume responsibility for it. Now, before getting into that, I did, did want to get into one thing, right? And one thing about follow-up I wanted to also signify is, depending on just one follow-up, folks, is not gonna cut it, all right? Uh, if you, and if you're taking notes, you definitely wanna want uh, you know take note of that as well, right? Depending on just one po- follow-up attempt is not sufficient. You gotta be willing to do multiple follow-up points of contact. Uh, We got we got Dominger in the house. Hey, Dominger, good to have you here. Nice to have you here. Hope you're doing fantastic. And David, David Morales says you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky. Fantastic quote there, David. I'm so glad you mentioned that because it's so true. So listen to what uh, what David is saying, right? Wayne Gretzky and another sports uh, great, right? Another legend in in the world of hockey. He said you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Also very, 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 very important. So thanks so much for sharing that, David. All right, so, going back to the follow up folks, all right? So never depend on one point of follow-up. You need to be willing to make multiple points of follow- up, right? So you need to be consistent in your follow up schedule. and and the follow up needs to be laid out over a period of time and done consistently. Now, uh, another thing I wanted to clarify is follow- up does not simply mean you reaching out to the recruiter or you reaching out to the hiring team and saying, "Hey, do you have an update or 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 hey, do you have an update?" And you know you keep on asking them that every single time you're following up. That's just a very small part of it. You definitely want to be asking for an update. You definitely want to be asking if they have uh, you know, uh, made a final decision. You definitely want to ask that. I'm not saying don't ask that, but if that's all you're doing in your follow-up, you are limiting the power of follow-up folks, all right? Because follow-up is much more powerful than just that. All right, so I just wanted to start off with those couple of points before we get started. So, so assuming you've got all that stuff uh, handled, you understand that follow-up is much more than just that. Uh, and one more thing I wanted to add is, uh, I want you folks, and if you're taking notes, you want to write this down. Follow-up is not a task. Follow-up is not a task. It's a strategy, all right? Follow-up is not a task. It's a strategy. I want you to write that down if you're taking notes. Follow-up is not a task. It's a strategy. So this is why most of you are hesitant. You're reluctant to follow-up because you're thinking follow-up is just a task, right? Just like, you know, taking out the trash or taking up the garbage uh, or, or, you know, something something you do as a task, right? Uh, water, watering the plants. Now, if you focus just on the fact that you have to water your plants, you're going to look at it as, as just a task, right? But uh, how do you want to look at it, as, at it as a strategy, right? The, well, the strategy is you want to take care of this plant uh, that's going to you know, make your home look nice and well and, you know, nice and welcoming and fresh and all that stuff. And maybe the, cl- the plant has some kind of a positive psychological effect on you. And maybe the plant is going to improve the air quality in your home. That's the strategy, right? So this is where you, you you folks need to take a different a different mindset of a, a different viewpoint on follow up. Do not look at it as a task. You gotta look at it as a strategy, right? Just like if you're watering your plant, if you're only focusing on the fact that you gotta water your plants, that's just a task. You're you're probably gonna neglect it. You're not gonna see the the, the big picture, right? And, and you 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 might not do it. You might be doing it sporadically. You're not doing it consistently, uh, and you're not really making a commitment to it. But if you look at it from a strat- strategic standpoint, you're like, okay. I'm gonna water the plants. It's gonna make my house look good. It's gonna make it look welcoming. You know, when people come in, they're, they're gonna get this nice feeling when they enter my home because it's a nice plant. Uh, it's gonna improve the air quality of my 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 uh, you know house or my apartment or my condo, whatever it is. Uh, and it's gonna it has some po- positive uh, you know psychological effects on me as well. That's strategy. So this is the same way you gotta look at your your follow up. Follow up is a not a task. It is not a task, folks. Follow up is a strategy. All right, write that down if you're taking notes. Now, getting into why follow up. Okay, so now we're looking at follow up as a strategy. So as a strategy, why is why is follow up so important? Right. Why is it why 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 is it so important? We got a we got a comment here from someone. Someone says, don't put all your eggs in one basket, spread it out and diversify. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree with that. Uh, And whoever this is, I'm actually going to cover this at the uh, closer to the end of the the segment. But yes, very important. While you want to follow up, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Then we got Kalpesh here, says, hi, Dean. Hey, Kalpesh, good to have you here. Uh, Yeah, so feel free to put any questions you have in the comments as well, folks. Happy to answer any questions you have about this topic. But uh, uh, look, first thing, first thing and first things foremost, right? You got to look at follow-up as a strategy. It's not a task. It is a strategy, folks, all right? So uh, going back to what I want to talk about today, why do you need to follow-up, right? Why do you need to follow-up? What is the outcome of follow-up, right? Because we're looking at it as a strategy now. So number one is it puts you in control, right? Because when you're not following up, if you're if you're putting and this goes back to taking responsibility for follow up, if you're putting all the responsibility of follow up onto your point of contact, the recruiter, the hiring manager, all those people, guess who's in control? They are. You're not in control, folks. So taking the initiative and you initiating follow up, who does that put in control? That puts you in control, because if you're waiting for a response, you're waiting for a decision, you're waiting on the next steps, you're waiting to hear back from them. Waiting puts you in a state of passiveness, right? And lack of control. It's not proactive, and you're not in control. Uh, and and look, think back to all of you folks. You know, think back to when you're when you're waiting on on getting a response from a recruiter, waiting on someone to get back to you, waiting on, uh, uh, and not just your professional life. I'm not just talking about the job search. Just anything in general. Just think about any situation where you're waiting for something to happen, right? You you experience this lack of control. You're you're not in control. You're being passive. And and it's just like, you know, you're not you you don't feel like you have control over the outcome. So when you follow up, it puts you in a state of control right off the bat because you're you're initiating follow up. You're initiating communication and you're doing something right. You're doing something to help move things along in the process. So you need to put yourself in that position where you are in control. and, And when you follow up, you're putting yourself in control. You're not passively waiting. You're, you're being proactive and you're taking the initiative and it puts you in, 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 a, in a position of more control over the outcome, right? Versus you just stay s- sitting around and waiting around for something to happen and then waiting for something uh, to change in your situation or in your state, right? Uh, so what you gotta do folks is, and this is one of the major components of why you need to follow up is it puts you in control, right? That That's, that's point number one is follow up puts you in control. It puts you in control. Now, point number two is, and this is extremely important. This is something that so many people don't really pay attention to in regards to follow up and that is and this is why you need to follow up. It allows you to maintain communication and keep those communication channels open. Now, many of you are not looking at follow up in from this standpoint. Many of you are looking at it again going back to what I said before, you're seeing you're seeing follow up as a way for you to get uh, you know get an update or find out where you stand in the process, which is which is again definitely important. But the other way I want you to see follow-up is, is, is as a way for you to maintain communication, maintain communication flow, right? So maintaining communication with the other party or whoever your contact is ensures that you're able to stay on top of their mind, right? Because especially if your point of contact is a recruiter or maybe it's a hiring manager, the company's growing fast. They might have multiple opportunities that they're they're dealing with right now, right? And it's very easy for them to lose track of or, or you know, by mistake, forget about you and forget about getting back to you and stuff like that. So by maintaining that communication, you're staying on top of their mind, right? Because they they probably got a whole bunch of other stuff going on as well. And most hiring parties, most hiring managers, folks, they're quite busy and especially recruiters are quite busy. Uh, and if we're talking about recruiters, recruiters are not just recruiting on this one role that, that, that they're in communication with, uh, with you for, right? Re- usually recruiters are, are, are recruiting on multiple different positions, five, six, sometimes even 10 different positions, right? So, these individuals recruiters hiring managers they can be very very busy with other stuff right and keep in mind even even in respect to hiring managers their core function is not recruitment right Uh, a hiring manager usually has some other core function that they provide to the organization they're working for so they might have ongoing projects that they got to deal with that's outside of this recruitment cycle or outside of you know interviewing candidates for the position that they're interviewing for so they can get caught up with so many different stuff. So when you follow up and you do it, you follow up consistently. This allows you to maintain communication and keep those channels open, and making sure you're on top of their mind so they don't forget about you. All right. So so recruiters and, and you know going back to recruiters, recruiters focus entirely on communicating with people. So it's very very possible if you don't follow up, your face or or your 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 profile, your resume, might get lost in the crowd, right? Because again, recruiters uh, are usually recruiting on multiple positions usually speaking to multiple individuals every single day, right? At a minimum, like 10 people every day, at at least. So consistent follow up at your side, right? You're taking initiative on making follow up and and you're seeing follow up as a strategy. You're seeing how you uh, you can maintain the communication. So consistent follow up ensures that you keep yourself on top of their mind or at least increase your chances of being kept on top of mind of the recruiter and of the hiring manager. And you maintain that communication flow post interview as well. So this is not just for the application stage. I'm talking like throughout the interview cycle, throughout the recruitment cycle, you got to make sure you're maintaining the communication uh, so you can maintain that communication, you know, before the interview, right? When you're at the application stage, you're in the pre-screen stage, you're in the first interview stage, second interview stage, third interview stage, final interview stage. Throughout the process, you got to maintain the communication flow. And that's what follow-up is going to help you accomplish, right? So let me just quickly look at the the comments here. We got, uh, we got some uh, comments here. We got... Someone says, keep trying with proper strategies. Yeah, absolutely. You got to keep trying with the proper strategies, right? Uh, We got Tanya in the house. Tanya says, hi, Dean. Hey, Tanya, good to have you here. Uh, And thanks for tuning in. Appreciate your comment. Uh, We got someone who says, process to be understand and follow the strategies. And also certain times need to try harder, need to explore and understand the market responses, which we understand our status. Uh, Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what you're trying to say here, but what I get from this is, uh, you got to understand the process, right? So definitely folks, if, if you, if uh, so, whoever this is, if you're talking about the importance of understanding the process, yeah, definitely very important, right? Uh, so Orlando, so Orlando asked a good, so a shout out to Orlando, Orlando, good to have you here. Orlando says when you apply via a company page, how can you follow up? So this is a great question here, Orlando. So again, uh, thanks for your question, Orlando. So look, the, uh, if you folks are, are applying for a position, you're applying on a company page, How do you follow up? So this is where you got to do some research and you got to do some legwork, Orlando, right? So this is where you might have to go into LinkedIn, right? And and maybe do some research on who some potential hiring managers might be for this position or for this company you're interested in working in, right? Now, you can do that or what you can do is you can find out and and figure out who the HR department might be or who the internal corporate recruiter might be. And then you want to make direct contact with them and then you want to follow up with them, right? So this is where you got to do some legwork, folks, right? So so this is a this is a typical situation a lot of you might be, right? Just like how Orlando is saying. So apply for the job. If you want to follow up, you might have to go into LinkedIn, make use of LinkedIn, go through the employee list for the company and figure out who might be some potential points of contact you can follow up on, right? And you can follow up with. Now, if your point of contact is a staffing agency, you're applying to a staffing agency, uh, you got to make sure that you're... you're uh, contacting the staffing agency, right? You don't want to bypass them. If you, if you have a relationship with them, if they presented you for the role, you don't want to bypass them. So you, you might have to go through the staffing agency in that case, all right? So uh, this is what you got to do. You got you to lay out the groundwork. You got to do some research and you got to do that. Now, if you want more help with that, uh, my, my current course, which I just released about a month ago, Applying to Jobs Online 101, I actually teach you in detail how to do this and how to how to, how to do the research aspect? How to identify the key decision makers and how to follow up specifically as well? All right, so make sure you check it out. Uh, more information about that, feel free to check out dkglobaltalent.com forward slash get interviews. I'll talk about that a bit more later. Uh, later on in in the uh, uh, in the segment, uh, Tanya says follow up puts you in control always, uh, and it allows you to maintain and keep communication. Yeah, exactly, Tanya. Thanks for sharing that. So Tanya is keeping up with the notes. Uh, good stuff here. I see some more questions. I'm gonna get to the questions shortly, folks. Uh, but I'm going to keep pushing through. All right. So, so far, what that's what we got. Right. So as Tanya said, uh, it, put, it puts you in control, allows you to maintain communication throughout the recruitment process. You got to keep those communication channels open, folks. Right now, the third reason why follow up is so important is, is because it allows you to show continued interest. All right. Follow up sh- allows you folks to show continued interest, which is extremely important and very important. Uh, now, I can tell you this as, as someone who has worked in recruitment, right? Everything being equal between two candidates. Let's say we got two candidates, everything being equal, same knowledge, same experience, similar skills, similar expertise, similar levels of experience. All that being equal, the one who shows most more interest will get the opportunity, folks. All right, listen to what I'm saying right now. Everything being equal between two candidates. Whoever shows the most interest will be more preferred by the hiring team, right? This is this, this is based on my experience working in recruitment. So this is why it's so important, folks, to utilize follow-up as a way to sh- for you to show continued interest. So as you're formulating and thinking about your follow-up strategy, you gotta be thinking about, hey, how can I use my follow-up to show continued interest in this opportunity? This is very important. and Follow-up is one of the best ways to show continued interest in the position, right? Not just the position, the, the position, the team, the organization. organizational culture the entire opportunity as a whole so as you're following up you got to keep following up and keep showing that you have a high level of interest in the opportunity now i know some of you might be thinking hey dean like isn't that like you know uh, coming across as desperate isn't that me being desperate no folks i'm not saying be desperate here right there's a difference between being desperate and and showing interest right desperate would you be would be you reaching out and saying? Uh, Hey, Dean, you know, I really need this job. I really need this opportunity. You know, please consider me. I can't find anything. Oh, help me. You know, I've been praying. You know, I've been doing this. I've been doing that. Yeah, that's desperation. You do not want to Desperation is not the end goal, folks. We're not aiming for desperation here. We're showing interest, right? So interest would be, hey, Dean, I just want to let you know, you know, I I came in for an interview last week. Just want to let you know I'm really excited about the opportunity. I I love how your company is doing XYZ perfectly in line with what i'm trying to achieve in my career and just want to let you know i know you're busy but i just want to let you know i'm very very uh, interested in this opportunity really looking forward to hearing back from you that's showing interest right see the difference right see the difference between showing desperation and showing interest right now as a side note a lot of you who are who are actively job seeking uh you're doing those posts on linkedin right you're saying hey i'm looking I'm, i'm desperately need for a job that is desperation unfortunately right now yes you might get some likes you might get some attention from that. And if you are, hey, God bless you. Great for you. Good for you. That's great. Uh, but for the rest of us who are not going to get those 10,000 likes and, and, and 500,000 views on LinkedIn because the post uh, d- uh, you know went viral, if your post is not going viral, then you need to stick to showing interest uh, or, or you know demonstrating interest. You're demonstrating your expertise, demonstrating what you bring to the table. All right. So anyway, going back to follow up, you got to show interest, right? Inter- showing interest does not mean desperation. There's a big difference. You want to show continued interest and follow up allows you to show that continued interest. Again, throughout the interview cycle, folks, throughout the recruitment cycle, like uh, again, remember, follow up is not a task, right? It's a strategy. We're thinking strategy. We're thinking strategic here. So you got to, you know, put, uh, uh, you know, pour in that interest into your follow up strategy, right? Uh, So that's the way that's very important part of follow up. A lot of people are not, uh, you know, seeing follow up in this manner and you got to make sure uh you know you're you're, you're impl- implementing that as part of your follow-up is hey how do i show continued interest in my follow-up right uh now we got a question here from mina so mina asked a great question so shout out to mina good to have you here mina so mina says when is the best time to send a follow-up email after the uh, after the interview date all right so very good question now my advice in regards to this folks is you need to set up the stage for follow-up at the interview itself right so mina's asking how do you follow up after the interview, right after you gone in, you met with them, you know, you do, you do the whole interview thing and they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to be in touch with you, whatever, whatever. Right. That is the point at which uh, Mina, I advise you to set up the stage for follow-up. Right. So before you leave, you should ask the hiring team or the recruiter. Uh, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Recruiter, Mr. and Mrs. Hiring Manager, I really appreciate your time. Uh, love the opportunity or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, all that stuff. Uh, now I wanted to confirm with you, Mr. and Mrs. Recruiter or Mr. and Mrs. Hiring Manager. Uh, what are the next steps beyond this point and and when can I expect to hear back from you, right? So this is where you have to get a confirmation from them in terms of when they're getting back. And then they're going to say, oh, yeah, well, we're going to get back to you, uh, you know, probably in about a week. And that's where you, Mina, have to let them know, okay, great, Mr. and Mrs. hiring manager. Uh, I will be following up with you uh, a week from now. Uh, given that you said that you should be able to get back to me within a, within a week and I'm gonna follow up with you And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna check in with you on on you know, what the next steps are beyond that point So when you let them know that Mina then they're gonna first of all It's it's gonna let them know first of all that you're very interested in the opportunity, right? Again This is another way for you to show interest The second thing is it's gonna let them know and they're gonna expect you to follow up, right? And This is what I mean by setting the stage for follow-up You're letting them know hey You're giving them a heads up. You're like, hey, folks, just letting you know, I'm going to be following up with you. Right. You're setting the stage. So uh, so and when you do that, they're going to expect the follow up. So it's not going to be like you're pestering and stuff like that. Now, another thing, a bonus tip I wanted to mention in regards to this Mina, the thank you note is a form of follow up. A lot of you folks are not thinking about the thank you note after the interview as a follow up. But it is I consider this I definitely would consider this a follow up. So even right after the interview, Mina. After the interview, Mina, when you go home and you get settled in and all that stuff, you should send the thank you note as soon as possible. Now, don't. Uh, now, I I could probably do another stream itself on on thank you notes, and I'll probably cover that in a future stream. But the thank you note, the purpose of the thank you note is not just you know some generic thank you note where you you thank them for your time. No, this is also a strategic message, right? And I want you to think about it as follow up. So this is the thank you note. Uh, is where you summarize the meeting and you let them know, uh, you know, of your interest in the opportunity. And this is where uh, uh, Mina, in the thank you note, you can mention your confirmation on the follow up aspect, right? So you can say, uh, you can end off your thank you note by saying, you know, as, as per our discussion uh, earlier today, uh, you know, Mister and Missus Hiring Manager, uh, I will be following up with you in about a week uh, in order to get an idea of what the next steps are and how you want to move forward, uh, right? So you can reiterate that in the thank you note. All right. So hope that helps, Mina. Great question there. All right, so let's get back to it right so what did i talk about Why right? showing interest that's a very important part of what follow-up will help you accomplish is showing interest right showing that interest throughout the process now fourth aspect folks fourth aspect now this is folks this one is like the money one like i gotta take a sip before i even talk about the fourth part because this is the most ex- exciting part the fourth important aspect of follow-up and what follow-up is going to help you accomplish is Number four, folks, right? I hope you're writing this down. It's an opportunity for you to provide value add. All right, value add. Now, I give this advice to a lot of job seekers uh, but you know, honest to be frank, folks, I'm not sure how many of you are even paying attention to this part, because, you know, most of you are going to feel a little, you know, antsy about doing this, but follow up communication is a great opportunity to to further value add, further add value after the interview. Right. And and what I mean by this is, uh, you know, Hopefully during the interview, you've got an idea of of what the pain points, what the challenges are that the hiring team is is experiencing. And part of your follow up should be providing information, data, and things of value uh, post interview or or after the interview process. And again, this allows you to position yourself as someone of value. So again, the fourth aspect is and the fourth reason why you want to be following up is it's an opportunity for you to provide some kind of a value add, right? Did they mention some problem at the interview, right? Uh, how about you find an article and actually share something that would be of value to, to the interviewer or to the hiring manager? Uh, maybe there is some kind of a, uh, I don't know, some kind of a post that you did. Maybe you posted something on LinkedIn that you feel would be of value to the hiring manager. How about you send that off? How about you include that as part of your follow-up? Look, the point here is to stay in communication, right? Going back to, to tip number two, point number two, you're staying in communication. You're, you're also accomplishing number three, which is showing interest. And you're showing that you're 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 adding value to and, and showing empathy and sh- adding value to whatever they've got going on at their organization, and you're providing things of value during your follow up, and and guess what? This might uh, open up further opportunities for you to sell sell them on your value, right? And another quick example: let's say that you discuss you know some problem going on in uh, you know when you were at the interview itself. Uh, why not say, hey, I, I mean, the follow up might be an opportunity for you to get back in front of them again, right? So you might say. Uh, hey, Mr. And Mrs. Hiring Manager. I know it's been about a week since we spoke. Uh, I was thinking about problem X, Y, Z that you were uh, you mentioned at the interview. And uh, uh, hey, I just had a quick idea. I wanted to uh, let you know about I'm wondering if we can get on another phone call, right? So this is where you're using follow up. Uh, you're you're showing interest. You're you're providing a value add to get yourself back in front of the hiring team, so you can again demonstrate your value, right? So this is this is the fourth and and final aspect of follow up, folks. It's it's, it's extremely important for you to understand, you know, the real full value of of conducting good follow up. So let me review what I spoke about so far as to why you need to uh, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, use follow up as part of your job search strategy. Right. Number one, it puts you in control. You're taking the initiative, you're taking responsibility for it. It puts you in control. Number two, it allows you to maintain communication and keep those communication channels open. Number three, it allows you to show continued interest, right? Remember, everything being equal between two candidates of equal ability, everything being equal, the the, the job will go to the one showing the most interest. Number four, it's an opportunity for you to value add, right? Beyond the interview, beyond the conversation, for you to continuously show, show value based on your conversation. And even if you're in the application stage, uh, if you're doing your research, you should be able to find out what exactly would be of value to the organization, or to your points of contact, or to the hiring team, right? So this, the, these are some reasons why it's so important. Now, I wanted to end it off by by saying, uh, first of all, I want to highlight you know two other two other things, right? Number one is you should never depend on just one uh, attempt at follow up. Follow up again, remember, it's not a task; it's a strategy you need to carry out over over a period of time. It needs to be carried out consistently over a period of a period of time, folks, right? And the other thing is you got to keep filling your pipeline with other opportunities, right? This is another mistake I've seen so many job seekers make is they're like, oh, yeah, Dean, you know what? I really like this opportunity. I'm going to keep following up on these people. I'm going to keep following up with them. And then what happens is it doesn't go through or something falls apart and you're back to square one. Right. So, yes, you want to follow up. Yes, I want you. I don't want you to give up on the opportunities you currently have uh, you know, in your pipeline. But I want you to keep adding new opportunities. I want you to keep applying for jobs, keep interviewing. Folks, listen to me. Nothing is confirmed until you're in the seat and you're working for the company. Until then, you do not give up on applying on on for other opportunities and you do not stop interviewing for other positions. Until the inks on the paper and you're working for the company, nothing is confirmed. All right. This is very important. So many of you drop the ball, right? Now, now I'm gonna go in a bit uh, on a bit of a rant here because a lot of you are making this mistake. You get all excited about some company, right? you 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 know, you throw a barbecue, you're celebrating and all that stuff. And nothing's confirmed yet. You haven't even started working for the company. Anything can happen, folks. As someone who has worked in the staffing industry, I have unfortunately I've seen this happen. You know, a couple of times where, you know, everything seems like everything's good, and then suddenly some some internal change happens at the company, and they gotta put a halt. They got they gotta take back the offer, and it can't go through. So do not celebrate, folks, until you're in the seat working for the company. Until then, until then, folks, you gotta keep applying for jobs, keep applying for opportunities, keep interviewing at other organizations. Not, nothing is confirmed until you are confirmed, until you are in the seat working for the organization. All right, so this is so important. So while you're doing your follow-up, while you're, you're checking up on these companies you're really excited about, you're really interested about, hey, I'm not saying don't be excited. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying don't do that. Uh, what I'm saying is let's be realistic. Let's be pragmatic. Let's be smart about this, folks, all right? So while you're following up, you're doing your follow-up, you're, you're treating it like a strategy, not like a task. While you're doing that, Remember, your friend Dean said, keep applying, keep interviewing, right? Nothing's confirmed until you're in the seat, all right? So just something very, very important I wanted to highlight for you folks out there because it's extremely important for you folks to understand that, right? So before we get into the question, just want to to give you you folks a heads up. For those of you who want more help on this, uh, my course, Applying to Jobs Online 101, I go into follow-up in in much more detail. It's actually one-third of my program is uh, entirely on follow-up, right? And in my program, I'm going to be teaching the three steps for applying to jobs the right way, right? My three-step process. So, you know, step one of my process is applying for the right opportunities and identifying the, the the decision makers and the points of contact. Step number two is direct messaging. How do you direct message effectively? And I teach the four components to an effective direct message. And step number three is follow-up. Follow-up, folks, that is where the gold is. And in my program, I talk about the, the three aspects to follow-up. That you need to have that, that that increases the effectiveness of your follow-up so right now you can grab my program it's 97 dollars canadian uh it's an at, at your own pace program like you can do it at your own pace uh, uh it's divided into uh, three modules uh you, realistically you can complete the whole course literally within like three four hours if you did it in one sitting but you can spread it up spread it out over a couple of days as well and what i'm also including right now is uh, so the program itself has pre- pre-recorded video content. It has reading stuff, uh, written stuff that you got to read through. And I'm currently uh, providing access, you know, for your support, uh, a- providing access to a private Facebook group co- group community. So you can ask me your questions about the course throughout the week. And then f- also I'm throwing in right now for a limited time. I'm throwing in a, a weekly Zoom call with myself, right? it is it, It's a group Zoom call where all of us meet on Zoom once a week. And you ask me all of your questions about the material in the course and anything else job search related as well. So it's an opportunity for me to hold you accountable and make sure you're not going at it alone and make sure you don't feel like you're being pushed into the deep end of the pool pool and, and expected to swim. All right. So for those of you interested, you can grab my course. It's at dkglobaltalent.com forward slash get interviews, dkglobaltalent.com forward slash get interviews, more information about the course and you know what's covered and all that. dkglobaltalent.com forward slash get interviews again dkglobaltalent.com forward slash get interviews hope to see you folks on the on the program and on the uh the 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 weekly uh, zoom calls and on the facebook group right say if you found this session helpful hit me up with a like and a share folks hope this information was helpful today and let me get into the questions now right i I know we had some questions in the comments uh by the way any other questions you folks have feel free to put in the comments all right i'm going to get to the questions now All right. So my friend Mohib here. So shout out to Mohib. Good to see you here. So Mohib says, sir, how do you see the future of freelancing? Will it grow more than general way of working? Yeah. So Mohib, this is a great question. Uh, Personally, uh, Mohib, from what I'm seeing in the marketplace, I definitely feel like freelancing and contracting is definitely going to keep increasing in demand, especially right now, Mohib, right? Because, because, you know, with the advent of COVID-19, right? Uh, yeah, most companies are kind of stabilized now. They've kind of gotten, gotten into the flow of things. But some industries, some companies, some organizations, they're still trying to figure out, hey, you know, how's this thing going to turn out? Like how what's going to happen from this point onwards, right? So because of that, there's, there's, uh, there's still some uncertainty for, for certain industries and certain companies, certain organizations out there in terms of what affect COVID-19 and this pandemic and how things are playing out from this point onwards, how it's going to affect their business. Now, what does this do? to re- to the recruitment aspects and the hiring aspects right well what this does is this creates some uncertainty right so they're like hey uh, you know so should we should we invest in people full time permanent for the long term or should we just get some freelancers or, or some contractors in here you know until we figure out what the what's going to happen in our industry uh, you know this point onwards so because of that Mohib, I feel like you know definitely freelancing contracting you know contract positions you know where it's you know a couple of weeks couple of months gig or maybe it's uh, it's like a one year gig and you know with the option of renewing and stuff like that, definitely see that increasing. And in fact, mohib, if you go to my uh, I had a guest recently, right and and um, uh, my guest, I can't remember his name right now. Uh, uh, I think it was Rakesh or Rakesh. I think his name was Rakesh. Uh, sorry, forgive me. Uh, but if you go to my YouTube uh, mohib, go to my my previous live streams uh, and it was in one of my previous tech talks tech talk segments, right? I had a guest. I think his name was, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was uh, Rakesh Desai Gudar. I think that was his name. So uh, he actually talks about the gig economy, the gig economy, and and this whole freelancing and gig thing. So make sure you check it out. He shared some very interesting statistics and and figures and facts and data on the increasing popularity of freelancing and gig and the, the, you know, what he called the new gig economy, right? So check that out, Mohib. That should have more insights regarding that. But yeah, I feel like gigs. You know gigs and uh, you know freelancing contracts these are definitely going to continue to imp- to uh, increase in popularity especially while companies are not feeling as confident to to hire hire people for the long term right they're not sure if they want to bring someone in long term uh, you know full-time permanent and invest in those people so a lot of companies are definitely considering you know freelance workers contractors gig workers uh, you know, to, to bring them on board and, and help them out with their projects. So, uh, you know, hope that helps Mohib and check out that, that segment on, on, uh, that previous segment on, on my YouTube as well. So looks like that's all the questions folks. So look, I, Hey, I hope everyone got great information out of this session. Uh, so, you know, some great information and insights on this session, uh, any other questions or comments, feel free to put in the comments. Uh, if I end the stream, I'll, you know, I'll do my best to respond to any questions afterwards as well. And uh, hey, mark your calendars, folks! Every month, every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm I'm right here, 11 a.m. Eastern Time Zone. I talk about various job search tips and topics, strategies, things based on my experiences working as a recruiter, also based on my experiences as a job seeker. Right, I know what's I know what it's like, folks, applying to jobs, not getting any responses. Especially right now, when there's you know much more competition in the marketplace, right? Much more uh, talented people competing over fewer opportunities. So you got to make sure you're you're taking those proactive steps. And today's topic follow-up follow-up is a very 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 much a proactive uh uh, you know aspect of a proactive strategy all of you folks need to be incorporating into your job search strategy all right and again if you need help with that if you're interested in learning more about my program uh make sure you check it out it's at dkglobaltalent.com forward slash get interviews dkglobaltalent.com forward slash get interviews dkglobaltalent.com forward slash get interviews hey hope this session was helpful for those of you tuning in again uh, I'll see you tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern time zone, where I'm going to talk about another job search related tip and topic, which you folks are going to, you know, hopefully you're taking notes. You're going to take it away. Execution, folks, you got to execute. If you don't execute, none of this information is any good. All right. So execution is key. So take this information, implement it, execute on it, and I'll see you tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad place. 11 a.m. Eastern time zone right here. All right. Hey, everyone, take care.